0: Hey, um, so this is tio of StoryBrand Comics, obviously, um, I'm just recording a quick message to tag on to the beginning here to let you know that uh, there was some uh, somewhat egregious recording lag with this particular episode. Um, so there will be some instances over the course of the episode where it sounds like Brandon and I are trying to talk over the top of each other. Um, that you know wasn't the case when we were recording Uh, there was no lag between us we heard each other just fine but uh sometimes with the way our uh thing works um the like the way it gets recorded isn't the way it sounded when we were making the call so uh there's a little bit of, of drift uh to the extent that there are some moments where it just sounds like me and brandon are both talking at the same time um now i'm hoping this will be the uh either the last or one of the last episodes with that issue. I noticed that it is a somewhat consistent uh, issue, so... Um, but I'm working on, you know, figuring out some solutions to that. So, um, just letting you know, this episode's gonna be a little weird. Some parts are probably gonna be a little little hard to to listen to um, for a little bit. Uh, but I, I cut out as much... Um, uh, just audio garbage as I possibly could so without, you know, losing the whole episode. So, yeah, here it is. Uh Doctor Strange, year one. Anyway, um, we should probably tell a goof and then actually start the episode. Yeah. We've been on this call for 15 minutes already.
1: Well, I didn't poop before this one, so I can't do any poop stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> All right. Hey, Brandon didn't poop before the episode started. Welcome to Storebrand Comics. (laughs) Just no context.
1: I'm Brandon, the guy whose bowels are no longer constrained to this podcast.
0: Yeah, Brandon, the the guy who, who usually poops beforehand. Maybe it's because we're not recording this on our usual day. Probably. Um, and I'm T.O., the guy who sometimes poops beforehand. I actually pooped a couple hours ago, if I remember correctly. I don't remember.
1: Which I did have Taco Bell for lunch, so I mean, it could happen at any oh. minute
0: now. Oh, yeah, that's that's a time bomb right yeah. there. Um, I, will say this, we just... I will say this. I will
1: say this. I did fart about an hour ago, and it smelled horrible so that that tells me the poop is coming
0: oh god so uh, we were talking um before actually starting the episode about the fact that i just i just finished shira finally yeah um and for those uh who are listening to this like week to week no it didn't take me that whole week to to finally finish shira um we're not recording this on our usual day. We uh are recording this is like the second episode for the week cuz of scheduling stuff. Yeah, this is a couple of, this is a couple of days after the last episode. Yeah, so it didn't take me, you know, very long to finish Shira, but uh um and then the thing is like I was just telling Brandon like I felt so fulfilled by it, but at the same time I'm so empty. I just it just needs one more episode. Just one more. That's all I want. Just one more. Just an epilogue episode. Just just the last. Just one more, please. For the love of God, one more episode. So, uh, yeah, I immediately moved on to the Dragon Prince to see if I could fill the hole. I gotcha. So, we'll see. Uh, it's pretty good so far. I'm three episodes into that one already. Uh, yeah i mean and it's going to be pretty good too it's from uh one of the one of the co-creators of it was one of the like head writers on avatar the last airbender oh, that's cool he wrote all he wrote all of the episodes that made that show what it is so nice um yeah aaron ihaz i think is the that writer's name so anyway uh speaking of writing today we're doing more marvel stuff
1: Yes, we are sitting in our office. Terry is typing away. He's doing our transcripting. Uh, Terry, you're an idiot. Terry, you're an idiot. Terry, you're an idiot. There you go. Keep typing that. Terry, you're an
0: idiot. Just need need him to internalize that. (laughs) uh, He's supposed to be um, at a another custody hearing for his kids against those wild dogs uh, in about an hour, but I don't think he's going to make it to that. No.
1: Terry, uh, these, these, these
0: Marvel ones in particular tend to go pretty long. Yeah.
1: Plus Terry, by that time I'll have you saying, Terry, you're a horrible father. Um, I'll have you typing that out by around that
0: time. So. Well, I mean, he's typing it out. I know, right but I'm saying, I'm saying an hour from now, right when the hearing's uh, okay. supposed to
1: happen, just reminding him.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. So today it's going to be, I believe, Doctor Strange and Black Panther, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So now now, these are two more where um, we have about three arcs to get through for these ones. However, um, I will say the the reason that we alternated with Captain America and the X-Men is be, had a lot to do with the fact that we needed to cover their their final arcs at the same time. Right, yeah. Since um they basically share their final arc. Yeah. Whereas uh,
1: with but, uh, Doctor Strange and Black Panther, it's a little bit different because wouldn't the last issue of Doctor Strange technically be coming out in the beginning of the second year? And yes, then... the last
0: issue of Doctor Strange will will be like the well, yeah, we'll start the second year technically, and then Black Panther will have its first two issues yeah. or not, sorry, last two issues coming out. In the oh, and
1: year. what I mean by like last issue or last two issues is we're talking about the year one, like it, it'll still continue yeah, after this, but this whole thing we're doing is creating a year one uh timeline,
0: yeah. And and what we're going to do is we're um, if like an arc if like the last arc for the year cuts into the beginning of the next year we're just finishing it out in these episodes rather than cutting ourselves off partway through arc so that way it's not like black panther only gets two and a half right right. and dr strange yeah we're we're not gonna do
1: black panther like this we're not gonna have black panther have an arc an arc and then a uh a filler one or two issues like a lot of comics. Yeah. Are. We're not doing that.
0: Yeah. I ain't going to do it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um with the 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 first one I want to talk about if it's all right is uh it's Doctor Strange. I've got I've got some yes. bullet point notes on this about the background on our episode 1 so someone doesn't have to go through episode 1 trying to find a Background yes. on that, with like a few updates to it, like some stuff that enhances it, as well as some stuff that slightly, like to the the smallest degree, changes a little bit of what we we're talking about, just to make it uh, flow a little bit better. Now, in terms of our our idea, it's staying the same, and I'll, I I can go through it now. All yeah. Right. So, our version of Doctor Strange. We covered this in the first episode is a man named Stephen Strange, obviously the man's name who yes. always enjoyed stage magic growing up. And he tended to do the the more risky type of magic tricks, the stuff that garners people's attention, the, the Chris Angel or David Blaine type stuff. And he would impress his friends with these tricks as well as even being a pretty decent street performer in his high school years on the weekends. Like, that's a a tiny little update that I put there. Like, I'll have tiny updates like that, but uh, it ultimately just adds a tiny bit more to it. Um, Mm. After he graduates high school, he believed he wanted to become a doctor, so he went to medical school. He was a bit of a partier while in... He has a girlfriend, yeah. and he has a girlfriend in college. This doesn't deal with the rest of the comic at all. Um, has a girlfriend in college, and like as that jokingly pet name that couples have, like she calls him Doctor Strange every now and then. That's just like a like that jokingly nickname kind of. Um, yeah. Ironically, Steven eventually flunks out of college. And does not become a doctor, and when He goes back home. His parents were basically disappointed in him. And they pretty much told him, it's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to grow up. So Steven was now out on the streets for a little while until he fell back on his street magic skills to earn him some money. And we talked about this. He even met another upcoming magician at the time as well while he was doing street magic. And this magician is an older, more traditional magician slash illusionist who even wore the more classic black tux with a black top hat like older magicians. And this guy went by the stage name of Mysterio because he was mysterious to everyone, even other magicians that knew him. Everyone saw Mysterio's act as mysterious, leading some to believe that it was actual magic that he was performing. That's how good Mysterio was. Um, So now when Steven's tricks became magic tricks, I should say that (laughs) to clarify, Uh, when Steven's (laughs) magic tricks became more and more hazardous and dangerous, big places like venues in Las Vegas, they took note of him and they took note over him from Mysterio. They liked Steven's magic a lot more than the more traditional type acts as the Las Vegas magic world was moving more toward the death-defying stunt side of magicry, which, I mean, that's actually how magic has been in in our real world, like, like magic tricks and yeah. stuff. And so Steven was eventually hired by one of the large Las Vegas venues. And as a street performer, Stephen was going by kind of a lame name. It was—it doesn't matter, but his name is lame when he's a street performer. And the Vegas people told him that he had to change his stage name. He had to change it. And then Stephen remembered the name that his girlfriend back in college would jokingly call him. So he takes up the stage name of Dr. Strange. And Steven, he's always been kind of egotistical. He was he was that way in college, and he's that way now in the present day where he has been a famous magician for a while now. So that's where our story is going to take place. He's been working for this venue for quite a while now. He's roughly like 30 to 35 years old, something like that.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: in the present day, though, during one of his David Blaine-esque performances – that is extremely dangerous, he winds up breaking his back. That's something we talked about before. He winds up breaking his back, and he goes under surgery, but it still leaves him as a man who hobbles around and is forced to use a cane. Strange is unable to go back to performing in the condition he's in, and doctors have pretty much told him it will take years of physical physical therapy and surgery for any type of progress to be made. But even then, they're not sure if he'll ever be like he was before. And during this time, one of the venues that housed Strange before the incident, they decided to hire Mysterio to take Dr. Strange's place since he can no longer work. They hired Mysterio. And wanting to go back to performing his magic and stuff. Dr. Strange, he travels all over the world. He visits many different places to try and find other resources and aids to help him. And I included this part because it'd be an interesting little like nudge, nudge, like joking kind of, of strange going to these different places and you can have a different place for each panel. He goes to these different places And instead of like Batman where it's white man that goes to this foreign land and he becomes the best or like iron fist where he goes to this foreign land and he becomes the best or whatever strange goes to these places and it doesn't benefit him at all. Like he's still the same guy he is. So eventually he comes back to the States. Strange is back to the States. He's basically given up everything at this point. Like he he doesn't see any way of him ever getting better. And Strange, whenever he comes back, he usually, I mean, this is how a lot of celebrities are. They usually have like assistants to do like mundane stuff for him, like grocery shopping. And uh, Strange usually had an assistant that would go grocery shopping for him because he's just so rich. And the thing is, Strange needs some groceries because he's been gone for a while. But when he gets back, he finds out that his assistant is on vacation and it sends Strange right to voicemail every time Strange calls the assistant. So Strange is like, oh my gosh, I got to go to the grocery store. So Strange... Oh my gosh, I got go to, take... to go to the grocery yeah. store. He's, uh, he's George Castan. The Strange he has to... <laughs> He has to go to the grocery store. He has to go out. He has to shop for himself, even in the shape he's in. He's still in, like, very rough shape. And he goes to the grocery store, and the grocery store is in, like, a large plaza. And all of the parking spots in front of the grocery store are taken up. So Strange has to park far away in the plaza in front of another store. So now Strange is like, oh, my gosh, I got to... (laughs) <laughs> going to walk over to the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> so uh so as strange is he finally makes it into the grocery store. As strange is in the grocery store, some guys recognize strange because he's he's famous at this point. They recognize strange and act friendly to him and they even ask for an autograph. They're like, "Hey, can we have your autograph?" Strange, he's like, "Yeah, sure." So he does the autograph. Strange notices later while he's in the grocery store that the guys are following him and he doesn't really take note of it really. It's just like, Oh, there's, it's the same guys as strange is leaving the grocery store. He sees again that the guys are still following him and strange eventually makes it across the giant parking lot back to his car that is near the other store. And as strange begins to put the groceries in his car, his cane, is kicked out from under him and he's pushed to the he's pushed down on the ground from those guys that were there earlier and all three of the guys they take strange's wallet and his keys while he's on the ground in pain cuz the dude fell down he has very severe back problems they just pushed this guy down on his back so he's yeah. in he's writhing in pain and these guys they take strange's stuff they steal his car and they drive off and Strange like, oh my gosh, I got robbed. <laughs> so while, <laughs> while still in pain, Strange, he grabs his cane, he gets up and he tries to pull his phone out of his pocket to call the cops. But he fills all of his pockets. He fills all of his pockets and he realizes that his phone is gone as well. The ma- The muggers, they took his phone as well. So Strange is like, oh, my gosh, they took my phone. So in a hurry to call the cops, but still slow with his condition and the pain that he's in, Strange decides to go into the store that is nearest to his car so that he can use their phone. And when Strange walks in, no one's at the front desk. No one's there. There's not a phone on the wall either because who has an, an analog phone anymore?
0: And he's like oh my gosh
1: there's no <laughs> oh my here, gosh right? there's no one here oh my gosh there's no analog <laughs> phone so but but there there is a desk bell though on the count. so strange repeatedly rings it he's repeatedly rings the desk bell basically saying that he he needs to call the police he's like oh my gosh i need to call the police ding 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 ding, ding. i need to call the cops where are you um <laughs>
2: This is going to get old. It will. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it got old the it's second time out. I did it. Um, but anyway, um, eventually, someone finally comes out, comes out from the back um, to the counter, and the two of them start talking. The shop owner and Strange, they start talking. And Strange gets a bit peeved by the person taking so long because Strange is in pain and he's really impatient. He's like, oh my gosh, I've been through all this stuff. Um, And he's also getting peeved because it's taking so long for the shop owner to call the police. And Strange gets even more peeved when the person starts, like, while they're having a conversation, mentioning, like, some personal things about Strange in the conversation. Stuff that, like, only Strange would know. And Strange gets angered by this. And even in his condition that he's in, he tries to put his hand on the shop owner's on on like his shoulder, like trying to grab him. And as this happens, though, the shop owner's hand is glowing. And there's some sort of large symbol on it. The shop owner, as Strange is trying to grab him, pushes his hand out against Dr. Strange, sending Strange flying back like a few feet to the ground. And Strange acts as though he's in pain. He's saying like, ah, my back, my back. (laughs) <laughs> but then, but then, strange stretches a little bit, and he says something that kind of conveys that something's changed. He's like, "Ah, my back, my back, ah, my, my back." I kind of question, like, and strange and sits. And that's what his voice is <laughs> <as well. laughs> strange. He sits upright at this point. He's not hobbled over anymore there's like no paint and then on the last page we see the store owner with spell incantations on his hands and his eyes glowing and he's floating off the ground in front of dr strange who is now sitting up the store owner says something like you will hear the sorcerer supreme stephen strange and that's the end of the first issue Everything that was mentioned—that is the first
0: issue. And then we hear, and then we hear uh, the bereaved by chemists start playing in the background. <laughs> as, as <laughs> which, for those who haven't heard that song before, uh, it's about tripping yeah. on mushrooms. <laughs> There's even a line in the song that goes like Sabin dreams." Claiming my mind. And it's like, okay, way to, you know, that was just a pretty decent subtext so far. And then you just come right we out. You would definitely have it.
1: that if it was our, like, uh, our one-off uh, Doctor Strange isn't real story that we had before. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. so that's the first issue. that Now that's kind of like a recap with, like, some revamp to it um, of, our, our first episode now from here this is all going to be the first arc. from here the next issue should be strange like freaking out and like questioning everything like one would do like what the crap's yeah. going on he's he's freaking out questioning about him being healed as well as the yeah,
0: like uh, it would it would basically be like in the in the movie when he's like, "What did you lace that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm gonna get into something here in a second that's like going to be similar to the movie because I really like this scene, but um, yeah, he's like questioning him being healed as well as like the literal magic he's seeing the shop owner have, and Strange learns throughout this issue a very like broad telling. Of everything happening, including including like uh, like crazy head trip type stuff that Strange goes down, which this leads to the Doctor Strange movie. It's basically like that crazy stuff that he sees, like whenever uh, the Ancient One like uh, sends his mind through all this crazy stuff, like something like that. Basically, yeah. um, he sees stuff like that, um, and. I'm, I'm looking at my bullet points. I lost my place. Um, so, so he sees stuff like that. And he's kind of introduced to magic for the first time through like all this stuff that this shop owner is talking about. And he's also taken through a portal that can only, that can only be accessed by magic users inside the shop. This portal can only be accessed by magic users in the shop. And they go to, like, a small school through this portal for training people and using magic. And it's essentially like that little dojo that you see in the movie. Um, yeah. They go to, like, this small school for training people and using magic. And Strange says that he wants to learn about this type of magic. He'd like, he, after this whole issue, he's like, I want to learn about this stuff. The shop owner refuses But then, by the end of the issue, the shop owner finally caves and he tells Strange that he will teach him. So that's issue two. The next issue should show a mix of Strange going about his life now that he's healed, as well as a couple teaching-slash-training sessions that Strange has with the shop owner at that dojo that is through the portal.
0: Yes, and we also need to touch on... um antagonist. Well, it,
1: first arc. it's it's getting there.
0: It's getting there.
1: All right. So, with the next issue, this is basically issue four. It should show All right. a mix of strange. Oh wait, <laughs> what is this? Okay, sorry. I scroll down. Okay. So, issue four, the last issue of this arc, will be strange. Going back to his Vegas venue, the Vegas venue that he was basically kicked out of, and Mysterio is now a part. He goes back to that Vegas venue, showing them that he is now better. And not only better, but his magic performance is even better than before. But like he still doesn't know a ton of magic stuff at this point, as he has maybe had like one week's worth of training. Like he had like basically one week's worth of training at that magic dojo. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to to get back out there. Like he's like he's like yeah. kind of cocky and ready to just go basically. Um because he's already healed and he's learning actual magic. Um yeah. Mysterio he's like bewildered by the sudden change in Strange. He's like what the heck? Like Mysterio knows like what happened to Strange. He's like okay, this is weird and now your magic's even crazier and better than before. What is this? And the venue owners, they kick Mysterio to the curb and they hire Dr. Strange back. They're like, dude, your magic is so much better than this tra- this traditional garbage stuff. Get out of here, Mysterio. Uh, Strange tries to go back to the shop to train some more, to learn some more magic for his now reinstated job. But when he gets there, the door to the shop is like enchantingly locked to Doctor Strange. Like Doctor Strange can't get into the shop. So after trying to get in a bunch of times, he eventually heads home. And when Strange gets home, he hears someone in his living room. And Strange walks in and he sees a guy on his couch watching TV. There's a guy watching TV. He's eating and watching TV on his couch. And the guy says, without looking at Strange, he's like, hey. And he's just still staring at the TV while eating. And Strange, he tries to use magic on the guy, thinking that a burglar has broken into his home and is eating all of his food for some reason. But as Strange tries to do an incantation, the guy sitting on the couch, without looking at Strange, he lifts up one of his hands and uses a binding spell to bind Strange. And it binds Strange and sits him down at a chair. It sits him down at a chair and a lamp to a nightstand next to Strange. It magically turns on. And there's a written piece of paper there. And the guy on the couch, while still watching TV, tells Stephen something like this. He's like, you might want to read that first, boss, like while he's still watching TV. Something like that. Then Strange, he looks down. While still bound, he reads the letter which is from the shop owner. And it basically details how the shop owner is really disappointed in Strange having used magic in the real world in front of others to see. And because of Strange's negligence, Strange is banned for an undetermined amount of time from the shop. Now, me and you as the writer, we can, Wave this band at any point we want in the future story. Like what it will, po- what it will probably be yeah. is like uh, a year from now. Some crazy magic force comes about, and Strange they they need magic users. So Strange is like unbanned, and he has to train something like that. Whatever that's future, but for now, Strange is banned from the magic shop for an undetermined amount of time. Um, Along with this, Strange is essentially on magic house arrest and that the lovely person that will be enforcing (laughs) that is the man that will be living with him. That man's name is Wonk. That's the man on the couch.
0: That's what I thought.
1: And this magic house arrest basically states that Strange cannot use magic outside of the confines of his house. He's free to go. Anywhere he wants, he just can't use magic outside of his house. And anywhere he goes, Wong comes with him to make sure no magic is used. And then to close the issue out, we have Mysterio at a bar. He's drinking away at a bar. He's talking to the bartender about how he lost his top position to a guy named Strange. Mysterio drunkenly and psychotically says something along the lines of Doctor Strange will pay for what he's done to me. Something along those lines. Whatever. Implying something for a future arc with Mysterio. So our whole Mysterio fight with Doctor Strange that we had in episode one won't take place in the first arc like we talked about last time. That might be something that is in arc two or maybe arc three. I'm kind of leaning towards arc three on this one, but, but, uh, so that's like the first, Mm. the first arc and.
0: All right. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting, I know I was pretty silent for that whole thing, just in case anybody listening is wondering, you know, (laughs) what happened to me, but, uh, (laughs) But yeah that's very um that's a very interesting way to set it up. I find it very interesting that it um like there's like no focus on action or anything for the entire first arc. It's all about like setting everything yeah, up. Yeah, I well, I kind of thought about go. like
1: some of our other stories and their arcs. Not only the ones that we've covered in these like in-depth books, but kind of our year 1 stuff. And a lot of, not a lot of them, but there's, the majority of them are, like, your first arc, you got a bad guy and all that stuff, whereas this one is, like, kind of building. And plus, yeah. like, it's it's building, but it also has, like, uh, some mundane and some comedic stuff that can happen, especially in, like, art two when you, like, branch out this yeah. uh, this this house arrest that's going on, or this magic house arrest that's going on
0: that Wong's enforcing. All right, so our initial plan was to do double episodes on Marvel stuff, but uh, we just realized getting this far into talking about Doctor Strange that um, we should really reserve double, double episodes for stories that are directly connected to one another, like Captain America and the X-Men. Yeah. And Doctor Strange and Black Panther are not directly connected to one another. And so yeah. to keep this episode from going quite as long as we typically do... Um, you know be a little more concise with this one and also give us the brain power to focus on just one story yeah um because we do so many episodes where we do like a ton of stories in one yeah yeah. um we're going to uh we're going to stay focused on just dr strange and do black panther in our next marvel episode since they're both like pretty much year-long ideas yeah i mean yeah it's basically like the the X-Men and
1: Captain America thing where it's like that much story but they're not tied together so it, it'd yeah. be a
0: lot easier to separate. Yeah. So we have our first arc pretty much laid out here with um you know Doctor Strange uh not being allowed to use magic outside his own house which yeah. is very interesting. That's an interesting restriction to set on him um and I'm interested to see how that gets lifted.
1: Yeah. Which the thing is, it's it's one of those things that, like, maybe in Arc 2 or, or definitely Arc 3, like, he's able to, like, trick Wong or, like, get Wong to go here while he's going there or, or whatever it is, just so he can use, like, a little magic or whatever. Um, he'll definitely have to, like, either heavily befriend Wong or, like, trick Wong so that he can use magic here and there.
0: Yeah. Now, you did mention like right up at the end of that last one that um, Quentin Beck Mysterio was like drinking in a bar and stuff. Yeah. Um, was there a purpose to that? Like, did he, does he meet anyone at the bar? Or... We,
1: yeah. While I was, because I didn't think about it whenever I had wrote the notes a couple weeks ago. But as I was like uh, looking at that note, like Mysterio at bar, it made me think like yeah, maybe he like bumps into Maybe he's like the bartender, or someone it is like a a villain that you know from the Marvel universe, but it's like it's kind of re reestablished here.
0: Maybe the villain, or maybe the not villain. Maybe the bartender is a Shumagora. <laughs> I don't remember what that is. Hold on. See, it, Hold on. it would be super obvious because Shumagora is like an eyeball monster with a ton of tentacles. oh
1: yeah. yeah. So, like, so Mysterio's drunkenly in a bar and he's telling his sorrows to this bartender, but he's also, like, psychotically basically being like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to beat Strange. Like, whatever. Um,
0: I gotta take his cane and beat him over the head <laughs>
1: with it. I was the one that hired those, those hoodlums. <laughs> um... But, uh, so who should the barkeep be? Ooh, um, uh, maybe, uh, let me look up Dr.
0: Strange people. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm about to go in, into the internet. And I would like,
1: I going. would like the barkeep to almost be like a, uh, I'm not saying like Mephisto or whatever, but almost like a devil type character that kind of like ags on, um, Mysterio.
0: Goodness, he's got way more villains than I thought he did.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see. Let's see. (laughs) There's a villain called Satan ish. He's Satan. What ish?
0: Oh, oh, oh! I read. I misread that. I thought it said Stanish. I Ah. my brain got rid of the first A. Yeah, yeah. He's Satan ish. Sierra. There's Blackheart. Uh, But Blackheart doesn't feel like he'd disguise himself as a bartender. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Blackheart first appeared in Daredevil? That feels really weird. He's so mystical. And Daredevil isn't. That doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Now we can easily say no and like find another character. Like, uh, it, like maybe, maybe Mephisto in disguise, because Mephisto, even though he's a demon, he's like essentially Marvel's devil. Um, maybe just kind of like, like, agging him on, mostly because, like, uh, oh crap, hold on. I'm trying to think I, I, well maybe because I'm trying to think of someone that like uh, I don't know if I want Mephisto to get like crazy magic powers but like someone that can like how, how the shop owner basically gave Doctor Strange these abilities or taught him these abilities like yeah. whoever this bartender is, slightly does the same for Mephisto, or not Mephisto, yeah. Uh, Mysterio.
0: Yeah, and it can't be it can't be Mordo because yeah. Um, yeah, he he wouldn't be disguising himself as a bartender, right? It can't be Loki because he's um like one half of the Thor series yeah. that we have planned for later. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, that Thor series is basically a year two thing since it doesn't start yeah. until the 12th month, but who's Umar?
1: Nightmare, like, isn't appropriate for this, but I want to save Nightmare for, like, a future thing, because I want to get, like, I want to get horror with Dr. Strange when it comes to Nightmare.
0: Yeah. Okay, Umar, she's a resident of the Dark Dimension, um, a Faultine, a higher dimensional energy being trapped in human form. She is the sister of Dormammu, a major adversary to Earth Sorcerer Supreme Doctor Strange, and the mother of Strange's love interest, Clea, through which she has served as recurring enemy of Strange herself. Her powers have been depicted as exceeding those of Earth Sorcerers, including Strange, making defeating her very difficult... Umar and Dormammu have been historically depicted in a constant battle over the throne of the Dark Dimension, a mystical realm of which they had initially been banished by their people, or which Dormammu typically rules, whereas Umar is usually depicted in a form resembling a human woman. One of Strange's most iconic villains, the character has been described as an unpredictable threat and a constantly plotting wicked woman Here's the thing. that would do anything including betraying her own nigh brother. I her think... powers,
1: I think I like the idea of Umar because it's like it's like basically our big our big bad for like Arc Two or Three is going to be Mephisto. Or not Mephisto, sorry. Uh, I keep mistakenly saying that. Mysterio. But um Umar is kind of like the bad over that bad, where you think like, oh, that's the top baddie. But then like later down the road, like year two or whatever like you're introduced to Dormammu like her her powerful brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um this this could be an interesting way to introduce the um it, essentially a big old cosmic epic plotline involving like the battle for um uh the throne of the dark dimension. Yeah. Um and it would be interesting
1: uh oh and whenever we get there whenever that maybe that's like year two or whatever that's when like the the shop owner which is i mean we basically know it's most likely like the ancient one or something yeah yeah, Um, it's definitely the ancient one the shop owner is finally like okay strange you can come back into the shop portal like we gotta train we gotta train up some magic people
0: yeah, like it would, it would basically be that moment where it's like, okay, we uh, there's there's a war going on in the Dark Dimension, and um, uh, but that does beg the question um, for when the time comes, like, would the sorcerers pick a side between Umar and Dormammu? Like, who benefits us more to be on the throne of the Dark Dimension sort of thing? Or would they just be like, we can't let either of them take that throne? Um,
1: then we'll figure it out when we get yeah. there.
0: Um, for now, Umar teaches Mysterio real magic.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, at the end of the, that uh, issue four, like, the end of the arc, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. She, Mysterio's, she, like, so in she's, the bar, like, whining and psychotically complaining about Doctor Strange, and, like, like <laughs> she's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's basically, like, I can help you, or whatever. And then Mysterio's, like, who are you? What's your name or whatever? And she's like, the name's Umar or
0: whatever. And he's like, Umar, that's a weird name. (laughs) And she she actually phrases it as like, the name's Umar or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I'm... (laughs) Now my brain's picturing her like Mermista from the She-Ra cartoon I just watched.
1: The name's Umar or
0: whatever. (laughs) like look do you want to learn magic or not (laughs) (laughs) all right all right so we're good to go all right so (laughs) with 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 that
1: umar has been seen and name dropped at the end of arc one one and uh it's basically shown that okay mysterio might be uh not the first baddie, because we could have like a minor little thing be introduced in arc two, but maybe Mysterio is like the the baddie in arc three.
0: Yeah, yeah. So for arc two, um, the uh... so
1: arc two, you've got like this won't be the entire story, but you're you're gonna have like not like side plots, but like the everyday stuff you see in comic, because it's not always a fight with a bad guy. These people have lives. You'll have like a strange dealing with Wong. Yeah. Like Wong yeah, so, so. Wong is this, this guy that has strange on Magic House rest, but Wong is also like not a slob, but he just like he just <laughs> he sits around and eats all of Strange's yeah. food and stuff.
0: Yeah, he he makes things up. Yeah,
1: yeah, this, exactly. Right? Yeah.
0: He sits around, he watches trash T V like uh, like any given reality show. Yeah. Um anything on TLC or the History Channel. <laughs> um he watches he watches Finding Bigfoot.
1: Strange <laughs> strange is like why the heck are you even watching that? Like, watch this. Like, watch this magic trick. He does like some crazy magic trick, and uh, Wong's like, I don't care about that. Like, I I've yeah. grown up in magic. I would much rather watch this human trash. It's more entertaining.
0: Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and I feel like as a sorcerer, Wong might know whether or not Bigfoot is real. Oh yeah. yeah. So like, and I feel like he would probably lead a. Uh, strange on on that particular topic so like they're watching finding bigfoot and and wong's like oh I almost got him they almost got him that time it's <laughs> and, and like, you know bigfoot's not real right and then wong just gives him like that little, the, you know the eyebrow like and like strange will be like he's not real right <laughs> and wong just wouldn't say yeah. anything and, keep, and keep watching and laughing
1: This would this would be like a funny thing for like a or like it's a a slight little that's like a tiny tiny like nudge nudge marvel thing where like in the future you could cuz my version of sasquatch isn't or like alpha flight i think a bigfoot
0: <laughs> yeah 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 cuz in in marvel comics for those who don't know cuz he's kind of obscure oh, yeah. There is a, there is a mutant character, um, I think he's a mutant, or is he a gamma monster like the Hulk?
1: He's a gamma monster. Yeah, I remember. Uh,
0: that's that's yeah. it. That's right. There's a Canadian gamma monster like the Hulk who turns into a big hairy monster man, and he's known as Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, and he's a part of basically Canada's Avengers slash X Men, uh, who are known as Alpha Flight. They have very heavy connections to the X Men. Yeah and a huge part of their lineup is made up of mutants, which is why I wasn't quite sure whether or not Sasquatch was a mutant.
1: And we could definitely have him be, like, introduced in the future, whereas, like, what Wong was talking about, like, that was actually Sasquatch. Like, we can get, like, further into it in the future whenever X-Men, like, meet Sasquatch or whatever. But, uh,
0: yeah, which they were just in Canada. Yeah, so. so, yeah.
1: Maybe a year or two thing. Um, all right, so Doctor Strange, um, so Wong and, and Strange's daily life, doing all that stuff. Um, whenever Strange has to go to a performance, Wong is always right there backstage, looking out the curtain, that sort of thing. Yeah, um,
0: watching and watching with 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 intent. Yeah. intent.
1: and like we we can show like like uh once or twice because like strange is going to be like uh which which this arc could open like uh a couple weeks or a month after the end of arc one where it's like they've been living with each other for a little while now and like we make it possibly yeah it's,
0: it's it's long enough it's long enough that Wong's presence is normal for Strange, yeah. but not quite long enough that they're used to each yeah, other. Yeah, and we could
1: have—we uh, don't even have to show flashback for this, but maybe like uh, like they mentioned, like um, essentially like Strange in the beginning, first days that Wong was there would like try to use magic outside of outside of the house, and Wong would like instantly shut it down and like basically. Do something embarrassing, or kick Strange's butt, or he makes he makes like the magic backfire on Strange or something. Yeah, and so Strange is like, okay, yeah, fine, fine, I won't use it.
0: Yeah, because Wong is a uh, is, I feel like for this version, Wong would probably be experienced and powerful enough to basically um, commandeer someone else's spell and, and repurpose yeah. it. So every time Strange tries to do something, yeah, Wong would be there. Like,
1: Like eventually, like, year two or whatever, like, Strange and and Wong, Strange will, like, which this is, like, getting further, Strange will eventually get more powerful, and Wong will be more, like, an assistant to Strange. But right now, that's not how it is. Yeah. But...
0: Wong, I actually I actually just watched... There's this YouTube channel I watch called Overly Sarcastic Productions. I actually, and they have a series called Trope Talks where they talk about different tropes yeah. of fiction. I actually just watched a video today on uh, from them about the Lancer archetype, which is like that um, character who is there as a foil for the hero who is meant to be, you know, just as interesting and complex as the hero but, like, in order to accentuate the hero and... and like show off their differences yeah, sort yeah. of thing, like um, like like Watson and Holmes, right? Um, or Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. So like, I feel like I feel like Wong is um, kind of like the way we're building him right now feels like he's gonna end up kind of like Strange's Lancer character. Yeah, yeah. Where he's he's there as a bit of a foil for Strange, to uh um, like so he. Like, the idea is that, like, he's just as cool and interesting, but, like, his function as the Foil to Strange shows off and co- contrasts with and accentuates Strange's qualities yeah. as well.
1: So, I kind of went, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking about Arc 2. And, like, Arc 2, it's it's that type of stuff. Like, the the Strange and, and Wong uh, interactions and stuff, as well as like interactions with them, like being out in public. Because Wong's going, to Wong has to yeah. be right by Strange's side at all time if he's outside of the house. Um, Here,
0: here's what I here's what I feel like arc okay. two is. Arc two. This this feels like Doctor Strange is going to be a significantly slower pace than the other stuff we right. have so far, because I feel like arc two is as far as Strange and Wong's interaction goes, like, a buddy comedy. Yeah. Like, it's the two of them getting used to each other, and um, like, maybe Wong teaches Strange a couple tricks. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, teaches him yeah, that's, some new ways to apply Yeah, magic. that's
1: one thing I wanted to do that uh, I had further down in the notes, where, like, whether it be arc 2 or whenever, like, Strange learns more magic until, like, eventually he's let back into the shop. He, he learns essentially a little bit more magic through Wong. Like Wong teaches him some stuff at the house every now and then, if Wong's like up to it, or if Strange like begs enough or gets Wong what he wants or whatever. Get yeah. me the double fudged rocky road, and I'll I'll treat I'll teach you this enchantment. <laughs> yeah.
0: Give me the. Uh... I want some, uh, when, you, when you go to the store, make sure you pick up a family-sized bag of cheese scribbles.
1: Are we going to share them, Wong? Why do we have to get the family size? No, they're all for me.
0: <laughs> share them. <laughs> it's a family-sized bag for a family-sized man. Wong. No. No, I feel like Wong should be beefy. Yeah, he's not like. No, he's not,
1: not like fat. He's just like uh, he's just no. bigger.
0: Like uh, yeah, like make him like yeah, Wong exactly, in the yeah. Where like he's beefy, but you can tell it's like a yeah. Jack's beefy, not not like a not like yeah. a pudgy beefy.
1: We don't have Boogie walking around with Strange.
0: Yeah. All right, so, um, yeah, and then I feel like there does need to be like a beat. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, where, yeah.
0: Um, and I, I feel like there is something kind of natural that we could go okay. for here that, that fits really well. Um, and I am getting this looking at Umar's page. Umar is the mother of a character named Clea, who is one of Strange's love interests in the comics. Oh, okay, and Clea is also a sorcerer. Um, let's see. here. Clea, a sorceress appearing in American comic books published by Marvel. Sorceress, and dis- she is the disciple and lover of Doctor Strange. It's a weird way to phrase that. Um, first appeared in Strange Tales one twenty six.
1: Okay. Um, she's a new act introduced, True. like at the venue. Like like Strange still works there, but. Like Strange isn't the only person that works there, yeah, maybe she's like a new magic act introduced, and like
0: uh, oh yeah, oh my gosh, I feel like she also gives us a natural conclusion to that um whole, what is it, that whole dark dimension storyline that we brought up earlier because she's also, it says here on her page, she's also been sporadically ruling oh, okay, Dark Dimension. Cool. So,
1: oh, my gosh. And I'm, I'm looking at, like, we'll a comic book costume. And, like, I mean, there's a bunch of different costumes. But I'm looking at one that is literally a comic book costume. Where, like, I'm seeing this costume. I'm like, that looks like a stage performance costume. Like, I could see that. Yeah. She yeah, she could essentially be like a plant by um what was her name? Umar. Umar. Yeah, she could be like a plant by Umar. Like you you don't exactly know this. At, like as a reader you don't exactly know this. You just see this as like a new act, a new character um in this book and it's a new act at the place right. that's strange uh works at yeah and like strange and her kind of hit it off
0: or or hang on if she's being planted by Umar but Umar is also working with Mysterio maybe Clea is planted as Mysterio's assistant like stage assistant
1: okay, okay. i'm trying to think
0: like to well like while Mysterio is like on his rise back up with all his crazy magic, maybe it's actually Clea using magic to boost Mysterio. Okay, yeah, solutions.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that that works. Like, uh, and and one of the places because it's not like Doctor Strange is just doing shows at one place. Like he, he's bouncing all over the place. Um, yeah. and one of the venues, yeah,
2: Here's the yeah one of the one venues
1: he uh he works with. That's where Mysterio is like starting back up and like strange strange sees this new act he sees this mysterio and clea act and notices like how good it is how like how strange it is because like no that no pun intended how uh how like mysterio's (laughs) act was extremely good before but it's never been like this but he's still like, man, yeah. like Mysterio's like getting really good at this, and
0: and then obviously yeah. Wong would be there with him. Oh, so Wong would probably recognize. Wait a minute, that's sorcery. But they might not both immediately know that it's Clea using the sorcery. So Wong would probably be like, "You're Mysterio." Yeah, you're Mysterio. Yes, buddy that's what it needs to be. Yes, using sorcery yes. to make illusions. Because Cleo's just that sly about
1: it. Yeah, that's perfect. And the thing is, we still don't, we like, we just think, uh, like, uh, this is just an assistant Mysterio guy. Like, and and, and we saw at the end of the first arc that Mysterio was talking with this Umar character. And if you know, like, if you're a comic nerd, you hear the name Umar, you're like, oh, is Umar going to help Mysterio? So at this point, you see Mysterio doing this real sorcery that, Wong can notice you're like oh so Umar gave Mysterio the ability to do this when you don't realize that that it's Clea that's the one that's doing all this
0: yeah yeah and as soon as comic book nerds read that you know Clea is the name of the stage assistant they're also going to be like ah I see now (laughs) and they're going to be like I hate it (laughs) and because they hate everything
1: but yeah so like so I'm trying to think so maybe uh maybe they hit it off at like a uh a local party or whatever cuz strange is famous he's now healthy he likes women um so he's going to be at a party and Wong's going to be tagging along of course cuz that's yeah. going to be hilarious seeing those two dynamics
0: at a yeah. party he's going to be tagging up he's going to be tagging
1: uh. <laughs> But yeah, so like Strange, like uh but uh all right. Yeah, all, it's all right. good. Just so Strange be... meets uh Clea at one of these parties and like they kinda hit it off and like Wong's like basically sitting like right behind Strange, that sort of dynamic <laughs> where like like maybe before Strange like walked up to Clea, he was like, Wong, like I know you gotta be near me, but sit in this chair right here or something. Like I know got to be near me but yeah. let me talk to a lady please
0: and then uh and then uh, are they out oh they're outside of strange yeah
1: conjures. like this i don't i don't know i don't
0: okay dang it i want i want to I say like i want to say like he tells him like "Ooh, sit in this chair and then as wong is sitting down strange conjures well, a really quick air pocket underneath wong oh. he sits down, it goes, <laughs> i was trying to
1: think yeah, I was trying to think like a, if it was at a, like a, another party or whatever. But yeah, it could be strange through a party because he's maybe strange is just like so tired of like this house arrest and everything. He's like, okay, I can't use magic. That doesn't mean I can't still have fun. I'm throwing a party. Your house arrest, your magic house arrest doesn't yeah. say anything about throwing a party. I need to see some ladies, I need some fun. So that's that's yeah that's strange that's the reason he throws the party and stuff just to have a little bit of fun he's been all cooped up so yeah so he's yeah he meets clea that way and then uh throughout the issues they're like hitting it off like you you see the side plot where he's going on a date and Wong is sitting in the booth, like, right behind him, that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Clea, like, she's trying to play off that she's this assistant. Like, I'm sure she knows, like, obviously she knows both of them are magic users. But to play off, like, she's just some assistant. Yeah. She's like, uh, so who's this guy? Like, because at one point. She'll see Wong at the party or whatever. She'll be like, "So who's this guy with you?" And she's like, "Oh, that's uh, that's my bodyguard." Yeah, I got a bodyguard (laughs) a couple months ago after I was mugged at a grocery store. So yeah, that's that's his that's his excuse for Wong is like, "Yeah, it's my bodyguard."
0: Okay. Okay, that's interesting. That is that is because other than that, it's like what Wong. would
1: Wong be? Just some guy tailing around? Because Strange,
0: yeah, <laughs> a roommate? <laughs> as if. Um. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, Wong is posing as uh, Strange. Yes, as he lives in the house now. and everything. Um. And then, like, you get this, uh, uh, like, kind of jokey moment where, like, Wong is just sitting in the chair. And, like, you get these girls, like, kind of gathering around him, like, hey, what's your name? Like, I like your head. Is it shaved <laughs> or are you naturally bald like this? <laughs> I like your head. <laughs>
1: no, here's the thing. Would, would Wong, like, uh, would, Long, would Wong be, like... Uh... Like, hey ladies, that sort of thing, or would he be like uh just kind of like um I can't think of the word, but like stoic, where he's just like the uh, like I I have an objective, I, I or what like would it be?
0: Way... Um, in my head initially he was being like all stoic and just kind of like not saying anything to them, but I feel like the long we have established right now is just dorky enough to be like yeah, yeah. Like kind of that makes sense, with them. Yeah. Like, hey,
1: They're like, so, you know Stephen Strange? You know
0: Doctor Strange? Magicians are so cool. Oh. <laughs> they never get, they never like, get oh, beat up at uh, I,
1: I can show you a trick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wong <laughs> does like a,
1: a real magic thing.
0: Yeah. It is
1: in the house. It is in the house.
0: Would you would you uh would you like to see a trick? I call it the Crimson Bands <laughs> of Sidorak.
1: They're <laughs> like, oh. What all you did was like you just pulled like a rope. What is this?
0: <laughs> a magic rope.
1: Uh yeah, we'll we'll we we'll catch you later. Wait, wait. <laughs> all right hey
0: I'm, yeah. looking up, I'm looking up spells. As they're
1: walking away, so he oh, says, like, wait, gosh. wait, don't you want to see this spell? <laughs> like some other spell.
0: Yeah, let's see here. Um... Oh, my gosh. Well, there's images of Econ so he could create duplicates <laughs> of no, himself. No,
1: Wong definitely can't do that. that that's, that's too irresponsible. Um,
0: hmm. Icy tendrils? Of <laughs> Probably not. Uh, hmm, hmm,
2: hmm, 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 hmm. And
1: strange, strange like leans over as they're uh, walking no. away. He's like, he's like, they just like the sparkle stuff. Long, the they like shiny sparkle stuff. Sparkles. <laughs> Sparkles, huh?
2: Sparkles, <laughs> huh? Hmm.
1: Blinds everyone in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he
0: casts Seven Sons of Cinnabus and all of a sudden everything's on fire. <laughs> Not that sparkly.
1: Do we possibly want to do that? And then, like the like, you have your little comedy scene, like, after that, the the fire uh fire trucks are there and they're standing outside the strain is like looking at Wong. he's like and I'm the one you're responsible with magic
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that would be um a good point to make and then and then wong would be like sorry it's just I wanted to impress the ladies. I've never had that much attention uh, from from <laughs> girls before. <laughs> oh gosh, there's so many different kinds. The thing of magic is, would, would
1: they co- would they call the fire department, or would like Wong freeze time and then just like try to put it out?
0: Um. Well, freezing time is pretty high level even for Wong at this point. Um. So, uh, he might try some ice-based thing to put it out. Um. Like just real quick. But the thing is, his job then, like his uh, job is to like. Oh, maybe.
1: Uh. Maybe like they he acts he actually does accidentally cause a fire like that is for real. But then they play it off as like whenever they put it out, they're like, "Ah, ta-da! It's 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 Doctor Strange's new trick." <laughs> like like he did like oh like he does that and like one girl or whatever in the party's like, "Oh my gosh, you did a trick in front of us!" Everyone's like freaking out, like whoa whoa!
0: He's like, oh "Yes, like, I meant yeah. to do that." <laughs> and then the and then the smoke. From uh, the, because uh, um, I feel like Strange would be the type of guy mm-hmm. to have sprinklers in his house. Um, so, like, the smoke reaches the sprinklers after uh, everything's already been put out. And then you just hear a beep, 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 beep. Yeah, then, yeah. And then the water just poof, starts going and hitting everybody. <laughs> but they're all still clapping <laughs> and cheering. It's a genuine <laughs> Doctor Strange fire alarm. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a part of one <laughs> of oh, goodness I lord! I think
1: that might would work better than the the fire truck thing, where it's like it's something acc- actually actually yeah. does accidentally happen, but they fix it. Yeah, yeah, they fix it, they and like it the crowd Pretty just well. thinks it's strange now, doing another trick. Like he did this on purpose.
0: Now, if Strange is throwing a party, yes. would Clea and Mysterio have been there? Okay, yeah, okay. So Clea probably recognizes... Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, but we're not going to, like, show her where she's like, hmm, hmm. Where, we're like, if you're reading it, you're like, okay, yeah. she knows something's up about magic. Because we're... Unless you're, like, a yeah. diehard, like, Doctor Strange or
0: Marvel magic person. Well, I feel like there's... Sh- I feel like there should be some hint here where, like, she kind of notices something was off about the trick, but just make it seem like, make it seem like she's been in this business a long time and she recognizes it, the difference between yeah, illusions. That and something weird. Yeah. Ever be like, "Hey, you actually set something yeah, on fire." She's like, <laughs> yeah, she what? was.
1: Yeah, she's essentially like, nothing. "Yeah, I know." Maybe whenever. Okay, so she saw it, and like maybe she has that look like. Like, that kind of look at the party. Um, and then, like, uh, because yeah. her and Strange met at the party, at some point during the party, before the whole trick and all that stuff, Strange basically asked her out for, like, uh, for coffee, like, Tuesday morning or whatever. She was like, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Tuesday's the day, <laughs> I didn't want to say the next day. <laughs> um, but maybe, like, Tuesday or whatever. And so... Yeah, like, the, the next thing you see, like, they're meeting for coffee, and, uh, yeah, she's, like, she's basically, like, yeah, you didn't mean to do that, did you? And he's, like, yeah, <laughs> or, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, like, you, yeah, you get this conversation of confrontation between Clea and Strange, where, she, where Clea, you know... Lets on that she knows there's something up with Strange and Wong in particular. I'm like, hey, you guys are are weird. You you use weird magic. It's not just a, uh, it's not just illusions yeah. with you. But then he would have to like reassure her, like, well, on the stage, yeah, is he's, like, he's
1: like, he's but... like, that's the thing, Missy. That's why they call me the the greatest magician around. They sometimes would call me the magician supreme <laughs> but uh yeah
0: the magician but, uh, major
1: but like he's basically like, that's why <laughs> it looks so real because i'm the greatest around and, like her playing off that she is just like mysterio's assistant she's like okay yeah that does make sense that sort of thing Where like in real like her thinking like she actually is devising this thing and she's just trying to get closer yeah so yeah so
0: how does art 2 end part 2 ooh, yeah that's a good question so part 2 should end so I feel like that whole starting the house on fire probably yeah, takes place fine. in like the last issue of the arc right um, so I think part 2 ends with like everybody going home Wong and Strange sitting on the couch, and I feel like throughout the whole party we should show that like Strange is kind of like exhausted and struggling to keep up with everything that's happening because he's not used to like the celebrity lifestyle anymore. Because uh, he's been doing magic stuff and been injured for so long that like he just kind of sits down on the couch next to Wong, and you can tell he's visibly exhausted. And Wong just looks at him, and and um, Strange is like. You want to watch some trash TV, Wong's like, "Yep," and it ends with Wong okay, offering yeah. to share his yeah, snacks with Strange, and that's the end of like the a plot. I, I is Wong and Strange solidifying their friendship by almost burning the house down yeah. and sharing snacks and watching garbage TV, and then, um, and yeah, then, like, yeah. I feel like there should be this epilogue moment where where yeah. someone should be reporting back to Umar. Um, it shouldn't be, and uh, I I don't know if we if we want it to be Mysterio right away. Like we're reporting back to Umar so that we can keep suspicion off of Clea, um, and then like explain later that Clea is telling Mysterio, like giving Mysterio um, the information he needs, or what. I kind of okay. To, like, I kind of want go.
1: Mysterio to report back to Umar, and he reports back to Umar like essentially about the party, and like while he was at the party, maybe. The reason he went was for reconnaissance, essentially. Like, that's essentially, I mean, that's basically what both of them went for, though. Yeah. But like, like, uh, yeah. He was just getting some more intel, basically. Like, uh, yeah, the assistant, his assistant is a sorcerer. Like, we, we, we already knew Umar that Strange was a sorcerer, but his assistant is also a sorcerer who is more powerful than Strange, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so uh, then Umar looks at uh is like, okay, execute order 66. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I want Mysterio to be like uh, an antagonist in part in uh, arc three, I'm trigger, trying to figure out how exactly. Like during this time in arc three, here's like I, I don't know how it will lead to this, but Mysterio will be the antagonist. And like Mysterio is doing like, like whenever if he's fighting with Strange or whatever, he's doing like actual magic stuff and like he's fighting both Strange and uh Wong with like actual magic stuff. But um, by the end of uh arc three, like after they beat Mysterio. Like Wong finds out because he's a better magic user than Strange. He finds out towards the end that, like, Mysterio, that wasn't his magic. That was someone else's magic, essentially implying what we know that Clea was the one doing all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right, that works. So, alright, so we've got like everything, yes. all this stuff set up for a conflict. Now
1: what leads to the that final, final arc?
0: Um, Gosh, what does lead to that? Alright, so Wong recognizes that Clea is um uh, the, the sorcerer at this point, right? No.
1: No, no, okay. no. I was saying like, no, is this that would be at saying? the end of arc three, where where somehow somehow they're oh, fighting okay. mysterio okay. Sorry, I... mysterio is using like actual magic and stuff like the magic that they've seen mysterio use on stage but they thought mysterio was like the the magic user on stage mm-hmm. and they mysterio fighting okay. them with magic right. and then okay. after yeah, they yeah. beat mysterio wong like figures out that like this isn't Mysterio that's using the magic, it's someone else. Okay. He doesn't know that it's Clea, but he knows like, okay, Mysterio isn't the one using the magic.
0: Okay, sorry, I got confused. I um I was doing no, that's fine. Too much research while you were talking and I ended up tuning in by accident um so uh, I, I but
1: that would basically so be like doing that kind um, of concluding your arc three like that's the end fight of arc three but um
0: yeah so i i feel like what happens then is maybe wong tries to confront mysterio about
1: right um, yeah because both him and strange magic. Yeah.
0: And Mysterio would have no idea what he's talking about. He'd be like, What what, what are you talking about? I'm not using real magic. That's what? No. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the happening. You're going to kill me in my sleep. What? No. (laughs) (laughs) The most convincing. So, yeah, um, yeah, Mysterio is going to deny it. Um, uh, And Wong is going to push. He's going to be like, no, I know you're using real magic. And Clea is so good, but also so sneaky that she's going to be able to make it look like Mysterio is actually the one using the magic while they're fighting him. But um, I think that uh, she's going to frame Mysterio for sorcery and make it and and like basically have him try to attack Wong and make it look like uh he tried to get rid of Wong so Wong is going to have motivation to go back to Steven and basically okay. release okay. the house okay yeah yeah Wong is going to be like strange this is this is too yeah. big for just me I need you I know you're still kind of a bit of a novice at magic yeah but even that could help me at during this point. This, so during
1: this time, strange, this is when that's you can what, that's use. going to outside one. the house, and then like progressively, um, throughout like the the first arc of the second year, Wong's more lenient on that type of rule because of this. But um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah. Until until eventually they just lift it all together. Awesome. Um. So yeah, so Wong is going to temporarily lift Strange's magical house arrest and they're going to go confront Mysterio together. Um, so I feel like first issue of this third arc then is just Wong's confrontation with Mysterio for yeah. the most part. At least in terms of plot function. Um, there could be... Oh, I feel like... Um, what am I thinking? Oh, yeah. Uh, since, since we... Uh, since... In terms of timeline, the end of the previous arc is just Strange and Wong sitting on the couch eating snacks and watching TV. Maybe Strange's function in this uh, particular issue, like the B plot for this issue, is Strange. Yeah, yeah, you
1: have uh, going on
0: that coffee date with Clea. And but 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 since there's a precedent for this. It's actually a m- magic copy of Clea, and Strange yeah. isn't knowledgeable enough to recognize it's a copy just by looking at it magically. So, like, he thinks he's actually going on a coffee date with Clea. So Clea is secretly she's hiding at the location where Mysterio is. I assume they're probably at, like, yeah. one of the like this, this won't be something getting, showed like, like, to the reader, but it'll be something
1: that's, like, showed arcs from now whenever Clea is revealed, kind of.
0: Yeah, so so Cleo will, will be hiding there, and the, yeah. and the reader won't know. This is something that yeah. just us get to know, and anyone who listens to this, um, yeah. <laughs> and so basically everybody, because yeah. this is our, our our dream thing, rather than an actual thing. But uh, Cleo will be hiding, and it, you know it'll make it, and she will be using the magic for Mysterio, right? And it will make yeah. it look like Mysterio is fighting Wong. And so that's and then so the issue is going to end with Wong getting back to Strange like hey yeah Mysterio's a sorcerer oh I he's
1: he's help. a yeah Mysterio's a sorcerer he's All like right. a dangerous sorcerer, um, and like uh, Doctor Strange like he's kind of hit it off a little bit with Clea, so like one he already doesn't really care for Mysterio because yeah. he's a rival that he's had since the the street magic days, but also. Um, because like, Clea is Mysterio's assistant, so Mysterio could easily harm her. So he wants to he wants to stop that.
0: Yeah. 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 Strange. After having been using regular old stage magic since he got back, and yeah. not being allowed to use his real magic to boost it, has has realized the value. Of some good old fashioned illusions, um, so he's he's like if he's using real magic on the stage, he could hurt someone. <laughs> so we have to stop him, and and that would be like like strange, yeah, like you said, Strange's yeah. motivation is like he thinks that he could hurt Clea because he's realized the danger of real magic when it's well. The in thing is, maybe
1: setting. okay, so Strange, yeah, he like he's going on like a coffee date with uh, Clea, and maybe there's one or two other dates other than that. Whereas, like, Wong, like you had mentioned, was the one that's, like, confronting this. Because Wong was the one that that noticed that Mysterio is using actual magic. Maybe... Okay. Maybe back when they watched the show, should Wong mention to Strange... Maybe Wong shouldn't mention to Strange back when they watched the show that Mysterio is using actual magic. He keeps that to himself because that's, yeah, that's like his own thing that he's going to go off and do on his own because he, at that point, during that point, uh, didn't think Strange was, he didn't see the point of telling Strange because he didn't think Strange was uh, trained enough. So he was going to investigate on his own. And so, yeah, he...
0: Yeah so it would it would just be that thing where like at the time you just have a panel showing like a look yeah. in Wong's eyes like mm, this is suspicious and then later on you follow up on yeah, that Yeah exactly thing, like, and I like something like uh, whenever
1: so Clea <laughs> and uh, Strange whenever they go to the coffee shop like maybe uh Clea's like so where's your where's your friend like doesn't he always follow you around where's your bodyguard doesn't he follow you and she's like, yeah, exactly. He's like, well, he could oh, be I like, uh, well, yeah, I, I usually don't give him a, give him a day off, but I gave him a day off today. And like, maybe, maybe earlier you saw like, uh, cause Wong's like, I'm not going to go with you. I, I have something to do.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, start, start the issue. Start yeah. The strange issue. is like, Wong wait, what? Like, I have things to You're do telling today,
1: me so, I sorry. can actually go out on my own. <laughs> And Wong's like, yes, just be safe. Don't use magic. He's like, yes, dad, I'll see you. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so, yeah. So we mentioned how it opens, the reason why Wong isn't going with Strange. Strange just thinks it's like, Strange is just happy. He's like, oh, sweet. I'm actually, actually get to be by myself today with a girl, sweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, Wong oh, goes Lord off. Oh, the
0: and- girl. <laughs>
1: Wong <laughs> goes off to like investigate and, and confront Mysterio while Strange is on his coffee date. Um, so yeah, everything you had mentioned, uh, Mysterio and Wong begin the altercation. Uh, Wong realizes that he's going to need
0: more. more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wong so, so then issue two is... I think Wong probably releasing um, whatever binding spell would be preventing Strange from using his magic outside the house. Did we decide it was a binding spell or did we decide it was Wong actively backfiring his magic on him? Wong actively backfiring, I think. Okay, so it would basically be just a handshake then between the two of them. Of Wong Essentially, because yeah, I had
1: mentioned like before, whenever like in art two, like uh they would have a conversation about this like it happened in the past because arc two is like a month after arc one um where basically like they talk they have a conversation where strange is like uh yeah i remember like trying to use my magic and then you make it completely backfire and I crap my pants, or not, not that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he'd, he'd make a it back. Wizard, he can just make it disappear. <laughs> yeah. and hope it
0: doesn't turn into spiders.
1: But yeah, like Wong, like actively made it backfire to where Strange is like, it's not even worth trying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, like it would basically be a handshake between Wong and Strange of an yeah. agree- like Wong agreeing, like I promise not to make your magic backfire on you. Um, finally, while no we're soiled uh, pants, what's that? I said,
1: finally, no soiled pants. That's what's
0: <laughs> so yeah. So then they go out to take care of this dangerous sorcerer together. Yeah, but strange, having never actually fought someone with magic, is probably going to be like well, firstly unsure of himself, and secondly, he's going to be like, now let's you know, we're not going to kill him, right? Yeah. and Wong would. <laughs> And Wong would be like, "Uh, sure, yeah.
1: (laughs) What do you mean, (laughs) sure, Wong?
0: (laughs) Sure we're not going to kill him, or sure we're going to kill him. And Wong's like, yes.
1: Yeah, he's like, yes. (laughs) Wong, Wong Burger,
0: yes! (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) like, Wong is avoiding the question there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because as far as Wong is concerned, it's like they just found a renegade sorcerer. They can't just let that. Yeah, exactly. Him. Yeah, and and he's a renegade sorcerer who, as far as Wong could see, just attacked him. Yeah, with some pretty strong magic. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna want to deal with that threat. Lickety split.
1: And like we can see, like some of the uh, some of the at-house kind of training that happened in Art too, where, like, Strange would be like, I'll get you this if you can teach me, like, this. Yeah. And Wong's like, okay, yeah. Also, I, a tub of ice cream, and you gotta do, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. You see I, Strange I feel like this... using some of that magic in this.
0: Yeah. yeah, I feel like this version of Strange probably would have, as, as far as, like, magic he thinks he could use in his daily life, Probably would have prioritized defensive spells oh, over yeah. offensive, because yeah. he probably never thought he was going to actually fight someone, so well, he probably didn't bother learning things like conjuring blades. So or, here's the thing, yeah, most
1: fire. most of Strange's spells at this point, yeah, it'd be like defensive stuff, like like basically, uh, he'd be able to like conjure like a bubble or, or whatever, like make him uh, yeah move out of a way from like a falling piano or something where he's like he comes yeah. up from the the broken piano and he's completely fine he, he yeah like that mo- type mobility
0: of stuff. and defense space yeah
1: and he, he also learns like uh your your razzle dazzle type stuff he can do all the, <laughs> the,
0: the razzle
1: the sparkly stuff that that Goes that gets people oh, like, yeah, ah, exactly. Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying. He can do like distraction type stuff as well,
0: because he's a magician. sleight of
1: hand, like you're distracting people mm. at all times, so this can work.
0: Yeah, yeah. He probably he probably learned most of the illusory spells, like making just an image, like a copy image of himself. Not like what Clea did for with the coffee shop, where she made an actual copy, but like. Just a, a non solid image of himself.
1: Yeah. It's essentially like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the closest thing to describe it as is like a 3D print of himself that is just standing yeah. there. Yeah. Like a hologram.
0: Yeah. It makes, he makes a magic hologram of himself effectively. Yeah. Uh, whereas Clea straight up uses a shadow clone jutsu. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she, in, Doctor Strange tries to throw a shuriken at her or whatever, she turns into a log. He's like,
0: What? <laughs> what? And then she comes up behind him with a Reset gun. <laughs> or if Doctor Strange is
1: just super stupid, he's like, What? I've been dating a log this whole time?
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: No. All right, so. Well, oh, hang on, sirens. I guess something happened during uh, Terry's son's court hearing. Yeah, Terry probably went
0: wild. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait. What did he sneak out? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Who are you?
1: You're still typing. You're typing exactly what I'm saying. You're just staring me in the eyes while typing. Who are you?
0: Throw a shuriken at it.
1: <laughs> what? I just did that. It's a log. Oh, my It's still gosh. typing.
0: He There's no hands. Out and the log's still typing?
1: There's no hands touching the keyboard, but I see letters going across the screen. What kind of sorcery is this? It's ninjutsu. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'll have some questions asked Terry after uh, after this episode. Anyway,
0: yeah. How dare he fight for the custody of his children against a pack of wild dogs? How dare he
1: hire transcribing a ninja?
0: <laughs> Alrighty. So. Alright. Yes. So now that we've kind of worked out what Doctor Strange's general skill set is um, at this stage in the story. Um, he and Wong can go confront Mysterio.
1: Yeah. And Doctor Strange um, uh, like um, in the fight, like we said before, he's doing more like Mysterio is just like it's it's clear, but like through Mysterio is doing like all these offensive stuff and Doctor Strange is basically doing the stuff where he's just barely like scooting by like these yeah. attacks or, or like barely blocking them that sort of thing and then he'll he'll do a little little sparkle sparkle flare to like distract him <laughs> yeah yeah and like get, uh, just... wong might be more on the offensive yeah
0: yeah like basically strange is there to draw fire yeah yeah exactly and and um, occasionally help Wong with defense while Wong does the real fighting.
1: Yeah. Uh, Wong's trying to conjure up a spirit bomb right now, so, uh, yeah,
0: strange, so strange is
1: distracted.
0: Still, yeah, distracted. Wong gets in there, and just starts holding his hands up in the air. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> give me your energy.
1: Strange is like, what?
0: Wong holds his two fingers to his forehead and, and says, "Like it's gonna take five minutes to charge." <laughs> and he's distracts Strange gets gets uh, Strange. Mysterio in a full Nelson.
1: Yeah, like like uh, Mysterio's like moving around and flying too much. Strange is like, I, "I'll hold him. I'll hold him." Wong's <laughs> like, I, "It's gonna go right through you." And Strange is like, "It's all right."
0: <laughs> Special beam cannon. <laughs> Strange's son is there watching all this. And then movie. you got a like, whole. Wait a minute, strange has a son.
1: <laughs> then you got a whole arc of Strange up in heaven, running Trying around. to King
0: Kai's planet. Yeah, so he can learn the spirit. Oh, <laughs> Doctor Strange, what are you doing here, King Kai? Yes, there, there are there are evil spirits coming from the dark dimension to Earth in one year. I need I need to train with you. I'm trying to oh, help well, out Goku well, well, right now. Well, While well Wong trains my son in the wilderness. <laughs> Why don't you just go back to
1: your universe? I'm trying to help out Goku right now. Goku pops out. He's like, hey, how's it going?
0: King Kai, I blew up your house again. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've had to rebuild that Goku? This halo over my head isn't for nothing. You blew me up once. <laughs>
1: You brought Cell over here, Goku, you fool. Maybe I should help Doctor Strange. Every time I help you, Goku, I always die.
0: Doctor Strange, can you revive me? Do you think you could use the Dragon Ball to revive me? Goku was supposed to do it once, and then... He didn't. He just plain didn't. He didn't fall through on his promise. I was supposed to be alive again a long time ago. Well, King Kai, I don't see what difference it makes. You're gonna be here whether you're alive or dead. It feels different, Goku.
1: And Doctor Strange is like, uh, I gotta go. He instant yeah, transmissions out. Later. <laughs> no, he just instant transmissions
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> transmissions out. Ends up back on Earth. <laughs> he's completely fine. Like he's got a body and everything, just looking down at his old body, like, ugh, that's a gross
1: Alright. Alright. What where actually were okay, the fight.
0: Yeah, the fight like it's just
1: starting. So yeah, Strange is defensive slash distracting, and Wong's more on the offensive.
0: Anytime Mysterio is about to direct like a big spell at Wong, uh, Strange uses one of his big flashy illusions to um, like remove his his line of sight. Yeah, Um, like oh my eyes, you cause sparkle, sparkle in my eyes. That's called the Sparkle Sparkle Spell. <coughs> no, <one> it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I call it because I can't remember the names of any of these. <laughs> and Wong literally just face palms right there in the middle of the fight. <laughs> Wong's like, "This isn't an anime. You don't have to call out the names of all the spells you use as you're using them." Come <laughs> out, <laughs> Doctor Strange is coming out. Now. <laughs> Okay. Alright. So yeah, so we get this big epic fight. Um with or well semi epic. Yeah. Sub epic. Yeah, yeah. It's a sub epic fight. Um with Mysterio fighting Wong and Strange, um, conjuring giant snakes and making big smoke clouds and punching them in the face. All at the same um, time. All at the same time. Um Flying around, basically doing the sorts of stuff you see him do in the um, most recent yeah. Spider-Man movie. Um, he's got the helmet and everything right now because he was like getting ready for a big new act. Yeah, his, yeah. He's like yeah. all weird and stuff. Um, he was he was testing out like a new persona for Mysterio, so his costume is complete. Yeah. Um, so he's using he's using all this magic stuff. And, yeah, um, Irma.
1: Um... Either she, she like, helped him with this or he just was... You mean Umar? Or Umar, sorry. Um, yeah, I have no idea what I said. Irma. It's Irma. Yeah. Is that Irma? Uh, Umar, Is Umar, she, uh, whether she helped him with this or not. Yeah, like, <clears throat> he realized, like, he had to, uh, had to kind of step, oh, maybe, like, uh, he was, like, slowly transitioning to this new costume whenever he came back out on the scene like in in r2 with uh with clea and stuff and like he got he got more and more of the costume as he continued like at one point you see him with like uh this uh this this green outfit and this purple cape but he doesn't have the the thing on the the globe the fishbowl yeah Yeah. okay but yeah
0: here is when like he actually has okay perfect He's like, my, my look is complete. What do you think? And Strange and Wong just kind of look at each other and they're like, dude. You got any uh, any fish swimming in, swimming around
1: in there? Got a bunch of fish poop around your face?
2: <laughs> that's,
1: that's stupid. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they, they fight and eventually, yeah, they <clears throat> they, uh, they beat him. Um.
0: They, oh, I got it. They make a bunch of fishbowl jokes, and then it's sort of like a meta joke. You just have Mysterio say, like, I have no idea why, since this is the first time I'm doing this, but that joke feels out, like overplayed already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that joke is already yeah. old. <laughs> and then the fight starts. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this feels like, um, I feel like the fight is like issue three of this arc. Oh, wow, because I feel like that was just the first two issues we covered. Okay, right there. yeah, I can see that. Because uh, issue two would be Wong and Strange going and confronting Mysterio. Um, so they might have like Ooh. this might be like the big okay, so. The the big villain speech of like you always thought you were better than me.
1: Okay, so maybe all right, so maybe in I guess it was issue two when Wong came to Strange and was like, Hey, like you gotta help me and like he lays out everything, yeah. like Mysterio is an actual sorcerer, all that stuff. Um, maybe <clears throat> um he trains Strange like very briefly. Um, like, cause he's like, you gotta know like a few more things. Um, so he he gives, he trains Strange a a couple more incantations and spells and stuff. And while that happens, Mysterio kidnaps Clea. But it's not, it's not actually like that way, but I'm just trying to think like, uh, like, uh, the overall thing. Like I, you gotta have like the quotation damsel in distress or whatever, um, but it's not really because Clea is controlling all this. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah. Oh, okay. How about uh, hmm, Mm-hmm-hmm. Let me think. Can clone of Clea uh, I can't even talk clones of Clea do magic. Well, yeah I okay. assume
0: so. Like she, like if she can if she can make it look like Mysterio yeah, is yeah, yeah. using her magic.
1: So what I was thinking was world. her clone is the one that is controlling Mysterio like in terms of magic and stuff. And she's the actual one in Mysterio's care or or not his care but is uh is being in yeah, his clutches. clutches and clones aren't <laughs> as powerful as like the actual person so maybe that that will help with uh, explaining why Wong and Doctor Strange Oh I'm losing you. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah. I was saying maybe that'll explain why Wong and Doctor Strange are able to beat Mysterio because like if it was, if it was Cle- Clea moving through mysterio it's like hmm like it's kind of odd that is her powers but if it's like clone it's not as powerful i don't know
0: well i i do have an idea for like kind of a plot twist right at the end that would help explain how she's able to manipulate mysterio quite so easily like in terms of like the physicality of it yeah
1: i'm mostly i'm mostly just trying Uh, to think of like because you said it's issue three which that does make sense it would be issue three it's like oh boy like like uh like we we can't have a fight go on an entire issue and then like half of another
0: issue. Yeah, no, no, yeah. that's too long. Um, well, I'm thinking like the uh, issue four of this arc would probably be like an epilogue that sets up thing here too. So like this this fight will resolve and then um, issue four will uh, okay, tie things together. Right. Yeah, my dog Okay,
1: is. in that case, uh, forget everything I said about Clea being held hostage and and like uh
0: well she could still be held hostage but um okay i can i tell you the plot twist i have in mind right now just to make this easier um since we've established that clea can uh conjure solid copies of herself um it stands to reason she could also cast illusions over herself to disguise herself as someone else Maybe she's secretly been masquerading as Mysterio since Mysterio first found Umar.
1: Okay. So, okay, are you saying, uh, so the person under the dome is Clea?
0: Yes, and she's been basically wearing an illusion that looks like Mysterio and, you know, Quentin Beck in general. So,
1: okay, here's the question, um, which this would be, like, shown to the reader, like in sometime in year two, whenever all this is revealed, what happened to Quentin Beck?
0: Um, well, the first thought in my mind, obviously this isn't going to be what happened, but the first thought in my mind is that they tied him up, gagged him and put him (laughs) on the bar.
1: But obviously that can't
0: actually be what happened to him. Um, but I'm thinking, uh, Oh, one thing I'm thinking is they might have him, like, asleep and hooked up to some sort of, like, magic channel that feeds um, chunks of his consciousness into Clea's head so that she can, you know, use whatever memories she thinks are relevant. Okay, yeah,
1: that that could work. Yeah. Like,
0: basically to help project his persona into her mind so she can make her performance that works. more convincing.
1: He yeah. has to get into his yeah, character. that works. There's like a mind link, but he's basically in a coma to where like, it's not like he has any superiority over this. She only has this mind link in order to yeah. gather the information she needs to be Quentin Beck. She's the ultimate actress. Yes. Um,
0: okay, I yes, I like that idea. So, so, okay,
1: so at the party, basically... This is me as a reader looking at it after it's been revealed to me in year two or three, what's going on. Um, so at the party, Quentin Beck was the actual Clea, whereas the other Clea that was talking to Dr. Strange was a clone. Okay, yes. got it, got it. Awesome. I, I like
0: that idea. And that's how and that's how Mysterio is able to pull off such convincing magic, even though it's supposedly coming yeah. from Clea. Because that way and that way we don't have to explain that like Cleo was stealthily hiding somewhere when, in the yeah. building when Wong was Mysterio. He was actually confronting Cleo. She's not hiding Mysterio.
1: behind the, the big red curtain, just like moving her fingers around. Yeah. All right. I like that. Okay, so so Clea disguised as Quentin Beck who is in the Mysterio suit is uh yeah that's the one fighting and eventually they beat um this Mysterio So here's the thing okay so how how do they beat them without how do they beat them By they they need to find out that it's it's not I don't know that it is Quentin Beck or it's not Quentin Beck, but they don't find out that it's Clea.
0: Yeah, no, Uh, No. they can't find out that it's Clea. They know it's Quentin Beck. Um, uh, like as Mysterio, obviously, like the the Mysterio thing isn't like an additional identity. Right? No, what
1: what I'm saying is like Um, whenever they beat. Mysterio like what happens in terms of beating Mysterio
0: I think what happens is they defeat Mysterio they um undo whatever I think strange undoes whatever spell um Mysterio has that is um like holding this clone Clea hostage um and strange like frees her from what whatever binding spell that real Clea used on the clone. Um and then like Wong has Mysterio on the ropes. Um and uh Wong is like, you know, I, I'm going to capture you and I'm going to turn you into you know the sorcerer's guild or whatever right. it's called. Um and, the, and they will, you know, judge your crimes. And Mysterio is like, um, you know, you will never, like realizing he's kind of lost at this point is going to be like, you will never find me. Do and a use do a uh,
1: a um, Obi Wan Kenobi, where the outfit just falls and he's not there. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Perfect. The outfit just collapses to the ground as Clea just completely yeah. teleports out of there. Um, so like. Strange and Wong are left with this really, really well constructed clone, Clea. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be well constructed for Wong not to realize yeah. that it's a clone. Um, and then you get this, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so like that's basically how the issue ends. Like we're victorious, we've won. Everything's yeah. gonna be fine. Like Strange, basically reassuring Clea, like you know everything's gonna be fine. And um, but so so
1: everything, everything's,
0: basically everything's fine. Clea, but
1: okay. in their head. They're thinking that Quentin Beck is still out there. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, And uh, like you have, you have Strange like reassure Clea, who the reader at this point would still think is just a normal person if they're not paying attention. Um, uh, Like reassure Clea, everything's gonna be fine, and Clea is gonna be like, uh, "You know what was all that? What what is this? What's going on?" And so like Strange and Wong would basically have yes. to explain magic. Oh my gosh, this her. is this
1: is even better cuz this is like okay, here's the thing. This is this could honestly be like Clea's whole Oh my gosh, this is perfect. This was Clea's whole plan. Like she meant to lose. Yeah. She she meant for all this yes. to happen because now she's going to be introduced to this magic world and and but she already knows about but she'll be introduced to this good side of yes. magic. And then, like, she'll be like infiltrating it essentially while conveying that she's just some human assistant to a magician. And then, and later,
2: that was that was, and like, yeah,
1: like, uh, like in year two, whenever we open with that, like, not diving deep into it, but she could then become Strange's assistant in terms of like doing magic. Um, like I'm talking about like venues and stuff. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. Is like she becomes the yeah. stage assistant and like hey But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be it's perfect. They're
1: dating and like they're they're yeah, that'd just be perfect. And then oh my gosh, whenever Oh my goodness, whenever like uh the store owner is finally like, Okay, strange, like something big's happening. Like maybe Umar is like something big's happening with uh am I saying it right? It's Umar, right? Okay. Umar's, like, planning something big. And, like, she needs both Wong and Strange. She's she's like, okay, I've uplifted the lock. We need you. And uh, they're kind of like, well, we've... Because by this point, they've told Clea about magic. And they probably showed her some stuff. So they're like, okay, we need all the help we can get. So Clea's coming with us. So Clea goes with them to that... Like magic dojo plays, and like, oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes.
0: So, so yeah, um, like Cleo's whole plan was basically to use Mysterio to get in close with uh, yeah. the Sorcerer's Guild basically because Umar, being aware that Strange is a sorcerer, um, you know, would have wanted to plant yeah, someone close to him and use him as a way in. So yeah, so she. Oh my
1: god. Got cleared. That's perfect because Umar clicks. like at that point in that point it'll probably be like uh, midway through season or season midway through year two season. where like uh, where uh, uh that's sorcerer supreme the shop owner um like yeah the ancient one ancient one uh, he lifts up the the lock and like. It really is like a a threat that Umar is about to do something, but Umar is essentially going to execute her order 66. Like she's got something going on, but also a part of that big plan is Clea and what she'll do in that dojo. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Um, uh, And this also does justify, because I've been thinking this whole time, like, what benefit is there to giving some random stage magician sorcerer powers? And then, no, we've we've gotten to this point, and I'm like, there yeah. it is. There's the benefit. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> is constructing this whole scenario to get in close. But uh, what I'm thinking is maybe um, Umar wants the Eye of Agamotto because it's the only artifact powerful enough to open a portal back to the dark dimension, so she can reclaim it. Oh, goes, yeah. oh. yeah, 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 yeah yeah and that's her goal i think dr strange is going to be one of our ones that um because i'm thinking year two is going to see the conclusion to some of our year one's stories and like thus the conclusion to their first yeah series is. um so everything that would come after that would be like right, a sequel right. or a mini series or something like that but um i feel like dr strange is going to be one of our first ones where it's like this this one's shaping up to be something that could go on like through year oh, four yeah. as a single series, yeah, yeah, like with with especially since we just spent the first year yeah. on one villain, and plus like
1: <laughs> our our two our two villains that will be essentially our year two villains will be pretty much the main ones that we'll see is Umar and Clea when Clea is yeah. revealed. Which when Cleo is revealed, it'll be like in the dojo like in that in that magic school and like since she's actually in it maybe she like summons portals that can then summon like like uh like the evil sorcerers that they've gathered or whatever or like creatures or whatever and that's when there's yeah. like a slaughter that goes on in that dojo or whatever
0: yeah yeah, and it would be interesting to see if by that point how characters such as, say, Ghost Rider oh, yeah. get folded yeah. into that sort of conflict. But uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. that's getting really far ahead of ourselves. But there. yeah, when, when you had um, mentioned uh, but,
1: the, uh, so. the Clea thing at the end, it just made me think, like, this is where it's going. Like, we already have, like, a very basic but good outline for year two.
0: Yeah, um, and so now what I'm thinking happens in like the f- issue number 12, the yeah. final issue of this year, is, as we said before, an epilogue issue where you kind of get um, Strange and Wong uh, uh, like just sort of talking to Clea, like it's giving her the rundown of like yeah. what magic is and how it works sort of thing. Like yeah. basically explaining themselves. Um, Wong also reinstating Strange's right. magic house arrest. Um, but also giving him some new rules like maybe like uh, like if you really need it like I'll let you use magic outside the house sort of thing Um, I guess laying down some ground rules of like here are the conditions for when you can use magic outside the house Um, and then you get that scene right at the end of the issue of Quentin Beck who has escaped uh, going to Umar to report into her and then Umar is like so you know did it, how did it go and Quentin would be like oh it all went just according to plan and that's when he drops the illusion and reveals to the reader that it has been Clea. Do we want time. to reveal that it's Clea right Ba-da-ba-ba.
1: then though? Because then, then if we reveal that right there like the next like arc or two in year two like we see this other Clea being with Strange and Wong, and we're like, "Oh, like this is a bad guy." Like, when when is like, when are you guys going to know this? When is the shoe going to drop? Like, we as the reader know that this yeah. is a bad. Guy. Well, that's um,
0: yeah. Well, that's a uh... well, that's like you know dramatic irony. It's like the reader knows things that the characters. But do, I kind of so... it's like it provides tension of like when 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 do they discover this how does it affect them and like what's going to happen in the aftermath like it, it brings tension in the form of like the reader knows right. everything going in so now the reader's just waiting to see like will it fail or will the ruse work like that's that's I like kind of the benefit I like of dislike dramatic those tension type in of regard. storytellings
1: I dislike it when it's because uh, for something like that we can't we can't do like what we had mentioned before, where like the whole Umar thing and all that that's like midway through the year. you gotta do that like early on, and I don't know if that's something we should do early on because if you drag out that that dramatic tension, it's like, okay, like we get it. When are you gonna make the shoe drop? like we understand she's bad, like when's it gonna happen?
0: Yeah, that's a good point,
2: yeah, I feel like um.
0: I don't know. I feel like I'm. I'm just. So as as I've said before, I'm just coming off of Shira, and there was a very similar um, storyline in the uh, fourth season um, involving like dramatic tension, knowing that a character is bad, and just waiting right. for the other characters. But to like find with out, with uh, so with uh, yeah. Clea and like uh, this Doctor
1: Strange thing, I kind of want the reader to like get to know this Cleo which it's it's not really her but like get to know this Cleo a little bit and like kind of like this Cleo like Dr. Strange and her like have good chemistry and stuff like that like you you get that and then when the shoe drops like later on you're like no like you feel like devastated you feel like you feel like Beast Boy whenever Beast Boy found out that Tara was working for Slade in the Teen Titans show you're like, why?
0: Why? Yeah. How could you? We loved you. Yeah. Okay. There's definitely an argument that can be made for that. Okay. We'll stick with that. So, hmm. So, well, and we will have to figure out a good time now yeah, yeah. for Clea to be revealed. And, like, To expose all the ins and outs of the plan, too, so that um, it's not totally confusing. Um, But, yeah. But for now, I feel like that's um, year one of Doctor Strange.
1: We did it, and people saw a glimpse into the future.
0: Yes. Yes. As is pretty typical of yeah. these Marvel
1: things for us at this point. <laughs> well, it's almost—it's almost like uh, we t- we talk about the f- It's the future not future, even like, like well. for the listeners' uh, pleasure. It's more for our pleasure in the sense that, like, we then have like a tiny little outline of where the story will go next whenever we get back to this topic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but um, I. Uh... Oh yeah. I really enjoy this Doctor yeah, Strange one. It's a lot of fun. Okay. So yeah, Doctor Strange year one. That yeah turned out really better fun. than I thought it would to be. Which honest. I mean,
1: like it's it's similar to like because I um, remember listening back to the first episode. Even listening back to the first episode, which like our Doctor Strange story has changed a lot here. I remember listening back to the first episode, I was like, yeah. Doctor Strange is still like in my top three of the ideas we came up with that episode, and I feel like it's like all of the ideas we came up with so far for these detailed versions are still there. But yeah,
0: this one I I really like. Yeah, I like the idea that it's turning into a bit of like a a this cosmic epic. Um, at least to start with, involves yeah. like you know the war for the dark dimension sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I, I like I said, I'm interested to see how other mystic characters get folded into this. Oh yeah, definitely. and horror characters and stuff. Oh yeah, like how is Nightmare going to factor in? How could Blade or Ghost yeah. Rider factor in? Like you know that sort of thing. Yeah, and Blade, like if if we would yeah. would Thor and Loki Blade, ever
1: uh... get involved? Blade ever gets introduced. I'd like for it to be like introduced in here before we give him a mini series because eventually we'll give him a mini series. But
0: yeah, that would that would be a good idea to introduce him in like Doctor Strange in like some yeah. sort of vampire centric arc. Doctor Strange or
1: wait, Ghost Rider was yeah. a mini series. Never mind. Yeah, but Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, Ghost Rider a mini series. Um, so yeah, all right, yeah. Brandon, is there anything you would like to? We got this one done in a really timely fashion compared to usual. Is there anything you would Uh, like to uh, plug or recommend?
1: Comics. That's D-I-S-M-A-Y Comics. A bunch of indie horror and superhero comic stuff I'm working on. And uh, recommendations? Trying to think. It's been two days since the last one. I guess. If you haven't watched the Harry Potter movies, definitely rewatch those. Um, The ones I remember the most are like the later ones. So like basically Goblet of Fire to uh, the last one. And like me and my sister are rewatching them right now because she's never seen them. And like the first and second one kind of, but the first one feels the first one's so good, but it feels very tonally different as you progress through the series but that that's kind of like how yeah absolutely how it is because Harry's growing up and as you get into teenage years you get a little bit more darker and stuff like that so like it it almost kind of fits because when I watched the first one with her I was like this is really good but like it doesn't feel like like Goblet of Fire or Order of Phoenix and or, or or I should just say both of the Deathly yeah, Hollow no, movies. I was I'm like, not. you watch the first one, then jump into Deathly Hollows. It's like, what? <laughs> but uh no.
0: Yeah, they don't even
1: series. I told my sister this. It feels a lot like the Goonies. Like something like that. That ch- no, it really does. In terms of tone and <laughs> stuff, it feels like that that happy kid movie. That happy kid adventure movie. And then you get Further into the series, it's still good. It, it's really good, but the tone is just very different than the first one. <laughs> yeah,
0: it goes from uh, uh, it goes from Sam Raimi Spider Man to uh, yeah, to Batman yeah. versus Superman. Yeah, in terms no, no, no. of tone, not not all of not them quality. Is just
1: tone is definitely good. I, I would say yeah, that yeah. the Harry Potter they, movie they definitely do, improve do better, they but I more. just. I haven't seen Sorcerer's Stone in so long and I was like wow like, I love this I love watching this movie now but it's so different compared to the other ones I remember you know, The original
0: title for that yeah. is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone like why did they make it Sorcerer's Stone for America? Do they think <laughs> the Americans are too stupid to know what a philosopher is? Like the Philosopher's Stone is a pre-existing <laughs> alchemical concept we know what it is it's the core it's the core yeah, MacGuffin of know. Full Metal Alchemist. Like the philosopher's stone is a thing that we know about bef- like and we knew about it's it before that, Harry yeah, Potter like, was ever
1: written. Uh, we can take and understand sorcery. Or sorcerer, the word sorcerer, but why why uh my philosopher? Like why can't we
0: yeah. have that? <laughs> Maybe it wasn't wizardy enough whatever um so yeah uh, that's pretty much anything it. else to recommend or is that um the extent for this week Alrighty, this week um for me i have a i'm to hi i have a youtube channel um called store brand comics uh, same as this podcast right here i talk about comic books on there and sometimes me and my mom talk about cartoons together um and uh, I haven't uploaded anything on there in a little while, but has uh, been a while because it's hard to find Sometimes, motivation right now. Yeah. But I'm working on it, <laughs> I'm working on it. Um, I and for recommendations this week, I did this one last week, but now I've actually finished this show. I <laughs> God, watch She-Ra for the love of God. I don't know why I formed such a profound emotional attachment to this show so quickly, but I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a show that like, I don't know if I needed this show emotionally when I found it or what it's just, I haven't felt this way about a TV show oh, wow. in a really, really, really long time. Um, like even Bojack Horseman, I adore that show. Um, and that's another one that I yeah. feel like I kind of got it when I needed it. But at the same time, it's like I didn't even feel this strong an attachment to Bojack, I think, as I do to She-Ra now. So, like, this, I think this is going to become like one of my more personally important shows. And it upsets me that Netflix doesn't really release their stuff on DVD anymore, like they used to, um, DVD and Blu-ray, at least, um, because I would love to have She-Ra and the Princesses of Power on Blu-ray just in case there's ever a time I think it would be a smart idea for them to
1: I understand not just throwing it in every Walmart and Target because you're just going to have a bunch of uh, backpile on that but do what a lot of indie video game stuff is doing and do like limited release where it's like okay we're doing uh, 5,000 or 10,000 order pre-orders and that's the only way you're going to get it.
0: Yeah, I, well, yeah, I understand the logic behind that, but at the same time, it's like if you can well, only I'm saying, get it I'm through saying, pre-orders, then that constrict, that constricts circulation, that drives the prices up for like like the resale price. Well, and that's yeah, but the roof.
1: At, at one point, like as a business, a certain you can't point, just like pump out a ton of this one thing that is it is popular but it's not as popular as your season seven of the flash which you know is going to sell so something something that's like a little bit more out there yeah at the very least if like people want physical releases at least do like some sort of limited run pre-order thing like with a a lot of switch games like limited run the company how they do like indie physical releases like uh like, uh, the Outlast uh, physical releases for Switch. Like, those were limited run. Like, people really wanted those. You had to pre-order it, and it sucks if you didn't, because now it's more expensive on eBay. But at least if at least you had the chance to get it. Whereas,
0: like, there was no chance at all. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I think I said this earlier in the episode... But uh, Netflix has announced a couple of different He Man shows that they have plans for, and uh, goodness gracious, I really hope that at yeah. least one of those is connected to this Shira show, because, like I said, I'm not I'm not ready to let it go yet. <laughs> it's ugh. so yeah. I don't I don't feel like I have anything else to really recommend. I haven't really been doing or watching anything else, so. Uh, because I've just been so committed to finishing She-Ra so uh I feel like that's it I'm just repeating a recommendation this week yeah it's a full
1: recommendation it's it's that good so now you can truly recommend it
0: this this is I I will say this yeah I will say this show is equivalent yes I am fully committing to this opinion She-Ra and the Princesses of Power there are allowed cars going by. Um, anyway, um, I will fully commit to saying Shira and the Princesses of Power is equivalent in quality to Avatar: it's The a, Last a
1: Airbender. Bold statement, but I, I believe you. Yeah, I
0: believe you. But an accurate one. I, you need to watch this <laughs> show. You, Brandon, watch it. I, I'll
1: probably, I'll probably check. <laughs> out the that. time. Uh, How how many episodes are in a season?
0: Um, standard season for Shira is thirteen episodes a season, but the second and third seasons are both shorter. Um, the the second season is at one point. I'll at least least check out
1: season one, and I'll see from there. So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's overall it's fifty two episodes long. It's long enough to be considered long, but short enough that it's yeah. definitely realistically doable in like a few days. Or, well, a couple weeks, actually, I would say. <laughs> for people who have things that they actually do with their life. Um, it took me a couple weeks, so. But well, yeah, okay. That's StoreBrain Comics I have for this been week. Brandon, and I've over DL. there
1: has been, I don't know his name, it's just a ninja. Still typing away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like uh, <laughs> the reinstated version is like I don't know if you've seen this Twilight Zone episode, but there's an episode where like this bus full of people, it's only like eight or nine people, get uh bus like flat tire or something. they have to stay at this bar. But as they're at this bar, they're like, eventually something happens and they're like, okay, one of us is an alien. Who is it? And it's like trying to figure out who it is. But anyway, the end of the episode, everyone leaves. Um, They're like, I guess no one's an alien. And this detective that was in the bar, he's there with the bartender and they get talking. And eventually the bartender like pulls up his like cap. It's like one of those like uh crispy cream type caps that you would see people wear like in uh yeah. in shops and stuff like that. Like ice cream shops. He like lifts it up and he's got like a third eye on his forehead, he's like, I was the alien.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you failed the test. <laughs> and now I get to have your tonsils. <laughs> that it just the tonsils yep
1: that is why you are here for tonsils not not alien invasion or anything no no just just tonsils
0: your delicious delicious tonsils
1: all (laughs) righty i was planning to get those removed a week from now but i guess i can get them removed now save me uh save me an insurance
0: bill Yes, and also save you on on anesthetic. Save me on what? Oh!